You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the GTT CCB presentation today. It is May the 3rd, 2023, and today we are privileged to have Michael Fair join us again for another segment of the Unseen Touch Screen course. Uh, welcome to those of you that are listening on the podcast, as well as those that have joined us personally today. This course is designed and developed around the second edition of the uh, Personal Power book. If you're uh, wanting more information on that, it, you can get details from Michael Fair's at blogspot.com. And if you find the entry on uh, April the 28th, 2022, there will be information there on how to get the book and how you can participate further. Michael joins us on the first Monday, our first Wednesday of every month with a presentation. And then on the third Wednesday of the month, we do a Q&A session. So without further delay, we'll hand things over to Michael for session number nine. Mike. Hey, everyone. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, we're getting into some uh, increasingly dense territory here. And uh, this time it's settings. Uh, this is ba basically your main portal to change how your phone behaves and really set things to your liking in iOS. So in, in different apps, you'll find that they have their own settings, often in the more tab or often in the preferences, or there'll be a button that says settings in the app itself. And those settings are specific to that app. But when you want to, when you can't find what you want to do in there, in those, in, in the app itself, think bigger, think globally and go into settings. Uh, it's usually in the dock on your phone. Uh, you can have it in the dock or you can have it uh, on, on one of your home pages. Uh, and, uh, Basically, it's your gateway to customizing everything about how your phone behaves on a larger scale. So it's there are hundreds of settings, and we'll go through some of it today and uh, some in the next lecture. Uh, basically, the objective of these, uh, as with the book, is to give you a good familiarity with what's possible to do, what kinds of things you can adjust, and not necessarily to be an exhaustive covering of absolutely everything. So uh, you'll basically, I've discovered with settings that there's a pattern to how Apple uh, organizes the settings. And I'll be going over that so that you can navigate more easily and, and have a sense hopefully of what's where and be able to scroll more quickly to what you want. Because basically uh, the settings are in a big tree. If you think of it like a massive tree trunk and a bunch of branches going off of that trunk to different areas. And then there are branches within those branches. So that's kind of what you're dealing with. It's, it's uh, a pretty big thing. Uh, iPads, it's, it's even more, uh, you've got the, the main branches on the left side and then they can open on the right. On the iPhone, once you're in a branch, you use the back button on the top left of the screen to go back a level. So you're never trapped anywhere. If you can go in a number of levels deep and then just look at the top left of the screen, you'll find a back button and that'll always take you back out a level. So uh, always keep that in mind. And uh, we'll go through the different kinds of settings. There are, some of them are switches, some of them are sliders. Uh, some of them are uh, basically 
uh, entrances to branches and uh, will help you know which is which. And uh, so you'll be able to navigate that hopefully and, uh, and really customize your phone, really make it feel like your device rather than it's bossing you around like it can feel at first. So uh, basically to, to uh, go into a branch or to activate or change a setting, you double tap on it, uh, or you might flick up and down if it's a slider uh, or a switch. Um, some of them, uh, it's not so much a slider or, or as, as it switches between different options. So there are times when settings operate like that. Uh, and uh, so basically to maneuver around quickly through this massive uh, area of settings, uh, there's a couple of tricks you can use. You can use the three finger up and down swipes. So swiping up with three fingers moves you down. Uh, swiping down with three fingers like towards yourself moves you up. Kind of like flying a plane, that kind of idea of the reverse yoke uh, in the control is, is kind of represented that, that way. Um, and you can also use the vertical bar that's on the very right of the screen running up and down. And that moves you in 10% in increments through as you flick up and down on that bar uh, through the settings. And that can be really helpful to just get where you're going quickly. If you remember, okay, it's a couple flicks down to get into the awareness area or things like that. Uh, it, it can really help you to, uh, to, to, you know, avoid spending ages flicking between each setting. Uh, you can, of course, flick left and right between all the different uh, branches and then within branches, all the different options, but it can be a slower process to get uh, where you're going. So it, I encourage people to kind of try to memorize what's where. Now, in, in one example of something I'll go over here uh, is with voiceover. Uh, for example, if you go into the settings, you go into accessibility, so you double tap to get into that branch and you flick right. And the first thing you, you come to is a heading vision and right at the, the first setting under that vision heading is voiceover and it says voiceover on button. And then it, if you have hints on, it will say double tap to, to activate. And you, you might be thinking, oh, but if I double tap that, it will switch it off, but it won't because it enters the voiceover branch of the accessibility branch of settings. So once you go in there and you flick right, one of the very first things you come to is another voiceover on, and it doesn't say button after, it just says voiceover on, and it says double tap to change. Now, if you double tap that, that is a toggle. You will turn voiceover off uh, and, and be without sound until you turn it on again. Um, so there's that to, uh, to consider. So if you hear something say button, chances are it's not the on and off. It's, it's the entrance to get to where you can have uh, more control over that area of settings. So there, there are a number of times you'll encounter this. So just be aware, uh, uh, you know, there, if it doesn't say button after it, that's typically when you, you will have an immediate result of, if you double tap it of turning something off that's on or vice versa. Um, so another kind of control is a slider. So volume is a slider. You can flick up and down uh, to slide uh, or go between options. Uh, and there are a lot of settings that have that sort of thing in it as well. So uh, there's a search field at the very top of settings uh, that lets you search. If you just wanna get right down to where some setting is, you can type in what you think it's called and if, if something matches, 
and you flick right after entering your search uh, and, and using the uh, enter search key on sort of the bottom right of the keyboard once you're in edit mode. Um, then you, you will search and uh, anything that matches the result will come up and you can double tap on it to get right into that area of settings. Uh, so that can come in handy too uh, when you're moving around and you know the name of something. So the very first thing we come to uh, is uh, a special case. It's an area and after you set up your iPhone, it'll have your name. It usually has a picture apparently uh, of some sort. And it this is where you control uh, all the things connected with your Apple ID. So you can uh, you manage your Apple ID from there. Uh, you can uh, manage your iCloud storage and a Apple ID account. Um, you can set up methods of payment. All of that is in there. So all the, the very sensitive uh, information between you and Apple uh, is in that one area that is typically labeled with your name once the phone is set up. So that's where you go to set up all that kind of stuff. You can also set up Find My uh, in there so that you can uh, find any lost devices and find your phone if it gets lost uh, with this, the Find My system. So uh, that's that's kind of uh, something to be aware of. Your, your Apple ID is not tied to your specific phone. You can have more than one device using the same Apple ID. In fact, you're encouraged to do that rather than have multiple Apple IDs. That way, Everything you buy in one device can if it be used on another if it's possible to do so. You never have to buy anything twice. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just a better way of operating, really, in most circumstances. So I encourage everyone just to stick to one Apple ID, even, even if you have a number of different devices. Um, and that's where you set it up in the, the first button that has your name on it and lists different things like iCloud uh, storage and all sorts of different areas that you, you can set up and configure there for yourself. So there's, there's a kind of mental map to where, to how Apple organizes uh, the, the settings. And the first area uh, is, uh, starts with uh, communications is the first of, of the different areas. Uh, starts with uh, the Bluetooth uh, airplane mode toggle and uh, goes right through to personal hotspot. So there are a bunch of settings in there, Air, airplane mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular data, a bunch of different things. And they all have to do with how your phone communicates uh, with other devices. So that's the first grouping in our mental map of settings. Uh, next comes awareness. These are settings that are typically about how your phone makes you aware of different things. So notifications is at the start of it. Uh, that's uh, very important. You get lots of notifications uh, from different apps and uh, from different things happening in the background as you're working on your phone. Or if your phone's in your pocket, uh, it might notify you about various things. Um, so that's the start of the, uh, of the awareness area. That area ends with screen time, which makes you aware how long you spend doing different things on your phone. Um, so that's the next. So we've got communication. We've got awareness. Next comes configuration. That's another grouping of settings. Starts with uh, general, um, and that is uh, basically a massive branch of all sorts of general settings to configure your phone. And it goes through to Siri and search. 
Now, Apple doesn't, it, this isn't something Apple makes really explicit. There's no headings or anything like that. This is just something I've noticed as I navigated through settings and realized, hey, there's, a, there's kind of a, a system here. Um, and, and so I broke it down into these areas to try and, and help blind people get a mental map of, of what's where here. So that is uh, the communication. We've got uh, uh, con uh, awareness, uh, configuration, is the next one. Um, then we've got security. So uh, configuration ends at Syrian search. Then we got security is the next grouping. Uh, starts with uh, FaceTime and Touch ID and passcode. There's a button that'll have that kind of label. It'll either say Touch ID and passcode or FaceTime and pass uh, Face ID and passcode. Um, that's one branch and it, the security area ends with uh, passwords. Uh, and uh, that's at the very end of that, uh, passwords and accounts. Uh, after that, you get into the Apple grouping. So the Apple grouping starts with mail uh, in the mail branch and it ends with TV providers. That's a big branch full of all uh, settings to help you customize uh, the apps that Apple provides with iOS on your phone. And that uh, those are the first five uh, groupings of settings. And the final one is third-party apps. So after all of those groups, you have this area where all of your the apps that you acquire, uh, they will each have an entry in settings as you get them. And so this area keeps growing bigger and bigger as you get more apps. And it's all arranged alphabetically. Uh, so from A to Z, and uh, you can just go through and find the different apps that, uh, for example, my TD Bank has a, a, an app, and I have that app. So the one thing in there is is TD Canada. There's uh, uh, I have a the Gmail app, and it has settings, and they they're in that that third party apps area way, way down. I have to scroll down uh, up, up with three fingers multiple times to get down to that point uh, or move with the vertical bar a number of times to get down to that spot. So that's kind of our mental map. So yeah, uh, so the first thing here is communications. Uh, a few things uh, to be aware of in this area. Bluetooth is a big one. Right. That, that's how your phone pairs with different accessories. That's, that's how I'm using a Braille display that's paired with my phone right now that I'm reading notes from uh, as I present to you. And it's connected via Bluetooth. And you can turn Bluetooth on and off. It does consume some power, but I think you'll find most of the time you want it on, especially if you're using AirPods, uh, because it needs to be on for those. And for things like your Apple Watch, uh, any accessories that you pair with your iPhone, keyboards require Bluetooth. That it's a close-range communication system, so uh, you know you can maybe go as far as thirty feet away uh, in that range. Uh, sometimes longer, depending on which how high the Bluetooth number is. Um, and it's it's relatively stable. You can get situations where things get disconnected, and then you have to repair them. Uh, and uh, there are facilities for that. Uh, if you flick down uh, it, on, on, if you come to a device that's paired when you're in the Bluetooth branch, you double, double tap on the Bluetooth branch to get into it, flick right through the devices. It'll list the devices that you have paired 
uh, and then it lists all the devices that you can that it has discovered that you can pair with, and uh, you can double tap to initiate that uh, initiate connection. Um, if you flick down on a device name, uh, you get to a more info button. If you double tap on that, you can uh, do things. Uh, some devices have settings uh, that are sort of hidden in there in the more info button. Uh, there's always an option to disconnect a device or forget about a device so that you can repair it and hopefully get a better Bluetooth pairing. Uh, sometimes that's necessary, unfortunately. Um, so that's, that's kind of Bluetooth in a very small nutshell. Um, that's kind of what you can do there. Cellular data, you can turn that on and off. A cellular is a broader range. That's what you use to call people. Uh, that's what you use if you're not connected to Wi-Fi. Um, so that, that is a big, uh, longer range data. And that's typically, that's a more costly kind of data. So you have control over, again, which apps can use cellular data, whether you want it on or off altogether. Uh, lots of options there uh, for you to really manage when that data is used and uh, uh, that sort of thing. So that's a very important uh, communications style. The other thing, of course, is Wi-Fi. And that is a system where usually in buildings or in cafes or different places will have Wi-Fi available. And you can hook your phone into that. That gives you internet access uh, and uh, things like that. So uh, that is, you, you would type in, you'd look for Wi-Fi networks in those settings. You could join various Wi-Fi networks uh, your phone should remember, you need to know the credentials to join uh, a network, the password, typically username, that sort of thing. Your phone will remember them once you've entered them. So hopefully uh, that will save you from having to retype them uh, multiple times. It should just, when it's in range, uh, it can connect automatically um, most of the time. So that's uh, it's important to, to just bear in mind. Um, so that, that, those are the the more important things uh, in communication. Uh, you can choose, yeah, which apps use cellular data and which don't. Uh, that's kind of a, a, a thing you want to look at. So go through those settings with a fine tooth comb. Um, now we're getting into awareness. Uh, the personal hotspot is where communication ends. That's just a thing that you can connect. You can use your phone's internet connection or cellular, cellular data to provide a connect a way for other things to connect that might only be able to use Wi-Fi to connect. Uh, so it, it can come in handy every once in a while. And that's where the communication settings kind of end. And then we get into awareness grouping. So these now we're getting to how does it make you aware of things? So notifications, we've kind of covered what those are. Uh, and you can choose which apps can give notifications uh, and have them appear in the notification center, how they're announced. Uh, whether uh, they're scheduled or immediate. Uh, there's all sorts of controls you have over notifications. So do look around at those settings and make sure you, you set those the way you want your phone to behave. And that way, if you're doing going somewhere using a GPS app, your notification won't override it unnecessarily and tell you something you really didn't need to know as you were trying to figure out which way to turn on a street or something like that. A uh, lot of control uh, for that. Um, so, uh, of course, sound and haptics, your phone uses sound effects, little tiny things. Uh, when you lock your phone, you hear a little beep. Uh, when it unlocks, there's an unlocking sound. 
Uh, voiceover has its own separate group of sounds to make us more aware of what's happening. Uh, sound and haptics is controls those sounds, the volume of them, the, the sound effect that's used for what thing. You can customize that to a certain degree. Uh, you can uh, change a ringtone or purchase more ringtones if you want uh, to, to assign to different people or different circumstances. So uh, haptics are vibrations. They're uh, tapped taps or vibrations that your phone gives you uh, to let you know things as well as the sounds. So you might have your, your phone on silent, uh, on mute, and you'd still get a vibration to let you know that something has happened. And then you could, you could go in and check the notification center and find out what you, you missed uh, hearing about. Um, so there are different methods that you can use to get uh, aware of different things happening in the background. Uh, focus is a important. Uh, that is a setting that lets you basically choose what can interrupt you and what can't, including apps, people, uh, messages, calls. And you have a lot of control over that with the focuses, and you can turn on a focus. I have one on right now called Work, and it, it makes sure that nothing interrupts what we're doing here on my end uh, in terms of people trying to contact me. So that is the, the kind of thing you can do with focus. Um, in, in that uh, area. So uh, screen time uh, is the last in, in this group of settings of awareness. And uh, it, it basically tells you how long you, you have spent doing things. And you can also limit how long you can spend using different apps. If you find your phone is too addictive and you need to take steps, uh, or perhaps for a child, you want to limit what they can do. That's what screen time uh, makes is is there's reporting it reports different things and it also lets you act uh, in various ways to limit what your phone can can do at a, at one time. Can, um, there, there's a lot of of stuff in there that you can use to to take that control. Uh, the next thing is configuration grouping. Uh, so uh, in that it starts at general and that's a massive branch full of settings, uh, everything from how your keyboard behaves to uh, date and time and reference, uh, all sorts of different things. You can choose which dictionaries and sources uh, you want on your phone. Uh, you know, a ton of things are in general settings. Uh, I, uh, storage, iPhone storage is in there. That's another really important one. So that's a massive branch. We're going to get more in, into that later on. Software updating happens in, in the general branch as well. Uh, background app refreshing, whether things can refresh in the background. Uh, so lots and lots of stuff here uh, to go through in, uh, in general. Uh, it, there's, there's so much. Uh, it's all really uh, kind of the bit larger level stuff. This, is th this kind of stuff is global in nature. Like it'll affect how your experience of your phone happens uh, all over, like in every app. So that's the thing with settings, sync global. Um, so uh, especially in general settings here, th these are larger uh, things. Um, at the very end of, of general settings is shutdown. So it's one way of shutting down your phone if you don't like using the, uh, the, easy, the method where you hold in the, the, the your, two, your side switch and your uh, top volume uh, switch to uh, trigger the dialogue that has the power down. This is another way. Uh, not only that, but reset is in the general settings. If you ever have to just reset your phone, 
or parts uh, partially do it. You can reset network connections and other things to sort of fix some tech problems that you might run into. Uh, much of that, pretty much all of that is in the general branch of settings. Uh, the control center settings are uh, at the next uh, branch. It's out of general settings, but still in the configuration uh, grouping of settings um, is basically a, uh, you can customize what is on that control center that you pull up by doing, uh, you can flick uh, up with three fingers on uh, on the status bar uh, to reach it. Uh, you can um, also get to it by uh, touching the top of the screen and feeling that tick and moving down to the first tick and releasing, and that gets you to the control center. Uh, so you can choose what's in the control center in the settings, uh, control center settings in the settings app. Um, so display and brightness is another one. Uh, you can, uh, of course, do what it says, control uh, brightness, uh, which is you know for low vision users quite useful, I imagine. Um, and for blind people, if you set brightness to zero, because you don't need to see what you're doing and neither does anyone else, it also saves a bunch of battery power. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, if we can't see it anyway, um, you know, that is, uh, is something that can be kind of helpful. Um, uh, you can raise to wake is another thing that uh, if you raise your phone, it can sort of wake up and look and see if it can see your face and unlock. Uh, or uh, make it available to touch ID or just unlock if you haven't enabled any security. I typically have that disabled because it can be annoying. Uh, auto lock is another setting that determines uh, how your phone can uh, just decide to shut down. Uh, it goes dim at first and then it shuts off and locks after X number of seconds. And uh, I, I have that on uh, disabled so it never shuts off unless I tell it to but some people if it, like if you're in an environment and you don't want to forget that if you haven't uh, locked it uh, it will lock after a certain number of seconds uh, or minutes you can set up uh, I can't remember the top limit of it but it's quite uh, it's fairly substantial so that's a security measure uh, that's tucked in the display and brightness that uh, blind people should be aware of, either to disable if it, it, you know, if they don't want their phone shutting off uh, when they're just sitting there thinking of what to do next, um, kind of thing. Uh, that's how you would uh, you disable that. Um, accessibility settings. This is a big, big area. There's so much in there. There are different headings in this area, and uh, so there's uh, vision, uh, physical. Uh, physical and motor, uh, hearing, uh, um, and uh, touch, uh, uh, general. Uh, so that there's lots of different uh, areas in, in settings uh, uh, for uh, different disabilities. And that you should, uh, some, some settings, for example, some touch accommodation settings might be useful uh, for blind people. So just be aware that uh, there's, there's a lot in, um, in, in the accessibility uh, that that could potentially be useful even even if you're uh, not afflicted with whatever disability they're designed to help with. So uh, uh, vision settings, uh, so the zoom, there's uh, all sorts of things to alter appearance, uh, uh, speaking bar. So 
Uh, the uh, speech is is a, a spoken content is separate from voiceover. If you don't need a full screen reader, but you do want things read out, uh, you might want to look at spoken content because there's a lot of options in that. Uh, that some people use that to read ebooks uh, continuously, uh, rather rather than uh, just st strictly doing it with voiceover. Um, uh, check um, that the audio. Description, uh, that's another thing in, in accessibility. Uh, you can turn the default for that on or off. And if it's on, then whenever it's available in uh, multimedia, if you're watching movies, if you're uh, watching Netflix, things like that, uh, if, if an app checks for that flag and, and knows that you need audio description, it can honor that and play it by default. So uh, I, I recommend to blind people turn that on so that when possible, you'll get audio description. Some apps you still are going to have to turn it, tell it, I want audio description, however they need you to do that. But uh, that setting is kind of helpful um, uh, for, uh, you know, for, for just in general, having that on will uh, make it less likely that you have to tell specific apps that you want um, audio description. So yeah, a lot in, especially in accessibility to go through uh, the physical and the motor uh, heading you have, uh, there's uh, reachability should be disabled. Uh, reachability is one of these things that can uh, move your keyboard um, uh, on you and move position of, of things on the screen to make it easier to reach. And that, uh, if, you, if you hear a little hiss and you and things can can might, might might shift position. That's what's happening. So if you disable that, uh, that won't be a problem anymore. So especially for older phones, um, it was uh, more common with the larger ones, and so that's something that people uh, should disable. If if you're blind and you don't need the things moved, um, that uh, that's something to to keep in mind there. So tap to wake is another one of these things where uh, if you tap the phone, it will uh, uh, kind of wake up and that can be troublesome, especially if it's in your pocket and it keeps waking up on you as you're moving, uh, things like that. Or if, um, it's, so I, I generally recommend people disable that, but there are certain circumstances where uh, if you have muscle issues, things like that, there a lot of these circumstances you might want it on uh, instead. Like if, if you need to really be able to wake up your iPhone easily um, rather than hit the action button or do some of the other things you can do uh, to, to awaken uh, your iPhone. So that's, that's something to be aware uh, of, of that's there. Uh, so hearing um, is uh, another heading in, in accessibility settings. And you can uh, do things, uh, uh, adjust audio visual. There are settings that uh, change, it's called headphone accommodations. It'll change how things sound to help with various kinds of hearing loss and just general tone of how things are presented and can make dialogue clearer, things like that. Um, so uh, you can have mono uh, sound, you can force it to, to have everything mono rather than uh, stereo and that can be uh, if you if you can only hear from one ear or other circumstances like that, it, it'll help you not miss things that you would if if you couldn't hear uh, stereo effects and things like that. So uh, that is uh, background sounds is another one. Uh, that's not just for uh, hearing that. That's uh, calming for people. Uh, can help them focus 
and that's in, in the hearing section. You can have background sounds happen. Sound recognition is another thing. It can recognize sounds in your environment for deaf, hard of hearing, uh, people that might miss a doorbell or a knock or something like that. It would uh, trigger, even it recognized the sound, uh, it would trigger and alert you through a notification that says, hey, uh, doorbell detected or smoke alarm detected or something like that. So you can see why that uh, might be handy in some circumstances. Uh, there are guided access settings and that kind of limits. Uh, it, it will keep you in a single app so you don't accidentally leave an app and get distracted or go outside of what you're familiar with. And uh, for some disabilities, that can be really helpful. And uh, so that's there as well. Uh, accessibility shortcut is a very important thing uh, that I, I usually recommend people set uh, pretty much right away and set it for voiceover. If you need voiceover, don't set it for anything else because what happens is if you need to turn off voiceover after a glitch or a crash or whatever, and you try to use the shortcut to turn it back on, if anything else is, is also selected in that shortcut, it will ask you, what do you want? Uh, voiceover or this other thing and you won't be able to hear and you won't be able to answer that so it's kind of important if you're using voiceover that should be the only thing in that shortcut for you uh, otherwise you won't voiceover won't turn on automatically and you won't hear what you need to to tell it to turn on uh, voiceover with a tap you could still of course use siri to say hey you know, turn on voiceover and it will but you know there are times when you might not want to you know, be intrusive and talk, right? Like some environments, you, you'd really rather not have to do that. Um, so that's why I, with a shortcut, I'm, I'm pretty particular. I, you know, I, I tell people just, you know, set it to voiceover. So that's, you know, that's your main method of interfacing with your phone. That's what you need that shortcut for. Um, there are also per app settings, which is you can, you might decide that you need settings a certain way for one app, uh, and a certain way, a different way for another app. And you can do that here. You can have specialized settings uh, for, that apply for different apps. This is can be very handy for low vision people. Some apps you need different uh, color schemes or different sizes or uh, of print, different things like that. Um, Syrian search is, uh, now we're past accessibility, finally. Uh, Searing and search is uh, where you set how you want Siri to behave and uh, which apps you want it to access or suggest uh, things about. You have a lot of customization. You can choose the voice that Siri uses. There are numerous ones available. Uh, so there's, there's a lot in there uh, in terms of, of what you can, can do for, uh, for Siri. Um, it, so Siri is, is, of course, the digital assistant, and uh, that's so you, you can train yourself so it can train on your voice so it recognizes um, what you sound like and, and uh, things like that. So there's, there's a lot here that, um, you know, that's, that's a really quick tour of what is in all of these uh, areas. And there's, there's more that we'll tackle with, with the next uh, session. Uh, which, which uh, the, at the first of the month, and uh, that will, will uh, go into to some areas with, with more detail. So hope that gives you some idea 
of, uh, of what kinds of things. It starts to give you a sense of, of how configurable your phone is uh, and, and what you can do uh, with that. Uh, there's, in each of these areas, each of these branches, uh, there can be a lot of sort of territory to cover. And usually Apple is pretty good at explaining. It gives little explanation bits of text uh, among the settings and things. So you can generally, uh, you know, for the most part, it's enough to kind of feel your way around and uh, nothing you do really ends up in stone, right? So don't feel too averse to experimenting. Just, you know, don't hit that voiceover off uh, thing that isn't a button because that will turn voiceover off. <laughs> so, and you'll, you'll suddenly have no sound. So, you know, that's, that's something to avoid. So, uh, you know, as long as you keep that, that in mind, um, that I think you'll be in, in reasonably good shape to start exploring. And we'll, we'll go through uh, the rest of these settings, uh, uh, the areas anyway, uh, tomorrow, or this is tomorrow, next session, uh, on the next uh, first, uh, first week of the, of the next month. So yeah, hope that helps people get started. And we'll turn it over to Dave. Thank you, Michael. Lots of great information there. Uh, very, very informative. And we appreciate your, uh, your expertise in that regard and, and letting us know all about it. Just before we do some general questions and answers, we'd like to say goodbye to our podcast listeners. And for those of you that um, are new to the podcast, previous editions of the sessions are available on the podcast. And also, if you'd like to join us in person, uh, Michael does the presentation the first Wednesday of every month. The next one will be June the 7th. And he does a detailed question and answer session on what he's talked about today on the 17th of May. So we'd love to have you join us if you can. Information on how to do so is available at gttprogram.blog. And we, with that, we'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast today. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll-free at 1-877-304-0968. You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.net.